0: When it's time for lunch, you can pick up a spoon or grab your fork, buddy, and dig into a noona. It's a with Dan and Marty. If you never had a noona, well, there's no sooner way. Just bend over at the middle in the middle of the day. It's a It's
1: a noona with Marty and Dan. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Smodco Nooner Show on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. I am a host. My name is Marty. I want to give a big shout-out to Portugal and Andy Murray and Brock Lesnar because I read the headlines of a sports page on Monday morning. Um, Some great news, everybody. We are now tweetable at Nooner Podcast, and that is also our uh, email address, noonerpodcast.gmail.com. That is also our Tumblr page maintained by Tyson and Darren, that's noonerpodcast.tumblr.com. That is also our Skype handle. That's noonerpodcast at uh, the Skype machine. And if you want to, you can Skype today uh, because I am right now going solo. Um, Bill booked an acting job. John Piricello, Piricello uh, is... I think he's in Hippie Land uh doing some sort of hippie activity um with his children uh at a camp and uh Cassandra is had to take her dog to the vet at the last minute so send her well wishes um and Giselle I don't know where Giselle is she will be joining us later but for now it's just me and you um that was uh Josh Kinsman was asking that if the music that was playing sounded like new age disco. That was, um, and for those of you listening to the podcast, you don't hear those, that interstitial music that go, comes on before we come on. Uh, that was the new avalanches album. First album in 16 years. It's a, just sort of a bunch of samples and stuff, but it's pretty, pretty darn cool. Um, this is so weird just being able to speak and not have just loud white male men interrupting me. That's the, the first for me. Oh No, I guess it's the second time for me. Um, I did want to talk about what is going on in the world right now. Um, you know, we had those two horrible shootings last week, and uh, then followed by just um, a bunch of violent actions against innocent police officers. And uh, it's, it feels like, I know it feels like we're on the brink of a race war, but I I really, these are the actions of, on both sides of very few people, uh, with, of, ext- especially the violence against cops. This is, these are extremists. These are crazy people. These aren't the, the voices of the protesters or the bullets of the protesters. These are um, angry people with guns and, um, what we really need to do, uh, well, first, you know, I think there are changes that need to be made to police culture, and their priority should be protecting the community, not, in, not, I mean, as much as important as it is to enforce the laws. They need to protect the community, and that means that they have to engage with the community, and that inv- means that they have to not assume that everyone is uh, a violent perpetrator. Um, and that's hard when you've got crazy people with guns or just people with guns in general. And then we need to have a justice system that isn't so uh, racist. We need to figure out why drug use, uh, though is equal across races by and large, yet a black man is four times more likely to be convicted of a drug offense than a white man. Um, I don't know if you guys listen to this show called Fresh Air. It's a bit highbrow, but uh, uh, for uh, our crew. No, I'm kidding. Um, They... uh, Terry Gross interviewed this heroin addict, uh, or ex-recovering heroin addict who was caught with two and a half kilos of cocaine and faced 15 years in prison. But this person got zero prison time. And, uh, you know, which is pretty remarkable, 19-year-old drug smuggler. But because the judge thought that because this perpetrator, this person who was guilty, clearly guilty, uh, she was a white woman going to an Ivy League college. She got off with probation. And, um, the, the judge happened to be right that she was, uh, she did, um, go on the straight and narrow and, uh, became a successful writer. Um, but this writer, she acknowledged that this, this would not have happened, uh, or it, there would be less chance of it happening, happening had she been a, a black male. Uh, she would not have received the same treatment. Um, so, I guess the thing that I'm trying to do right now is, uh, there are all these protests going on, and there, there are people who are really angry on all sides, and we just kind of need to listen, and we need to hear what the, these protesters are saying, and be empathetic. Uh, you know, I don't know what it's like to be, um, a young black Male in this country and and for us to to start prescribing remedies without knowing what the extent of the problem is um, is i think a, a dangerous dangerous course to take so you 've got people uh, on all sides just voicing their opinions and um, look at fox news and you 've got like they 're just calling them you know Rudy Giuliani calling them like uh, violent racists, the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, and that's just not what it's about. Um, uh, if you guys have comment, uh, thoughts about this, let me know what you think. Uh, that's at Nooner Podcast. At Nooner Podcast, I'm going to screw that up so many times today. Um, but, um, oh yeah, here's another case. In 2010, there's a guy named Bernard Noble, truck driver and father. He was caught with a small amount of marijuana in his pocket. And because he had a couple, uh, priors he was sentenced to 13 years and um 13 years in prison the father just leaving his children fatherless that's what the judge did because he had a small amount of marijuana which is legal in half the half the the country oh and the most important thing is of course this man was black and so you wonder like okay well that that I can understand why there's a lot of rage uh, among amongst the black and Latino um, population. Uh, so I just feel like uh, this is a time for for thinking and and listening and and letting um, people uh, air their grievances. And, and so it's it's a. I think we this is a I I don't think we're on the brink of a race war. I think we're on the brink of something really positive. And that's how we need to approach the, the, the next, uh, the next ch- step in, in this, this process, uh, where, you know, we, we acknowledge racism and, and we acknowledge the systemic problems in the justice system and law enforcement. But, uh, and that's all I'll say on that. Um, the crazy thing, of course, I mean, I, I'm bearing the lead is there's this phenomenon and please tweet in or Hell, Skype in. Um, that's at noon a podcast. Um, if you're playing this, this ridiculously popular game called the uh, Pokemon Go, it has, uh, actually Cassandra is playing it, um, as is pretty much everyone in the country. Uh, and it's based on, um, obviously the Pokemon game, um, and you go around, Collecting these monsters and um, it's wildly addictive. I was on the bus the other day; a bunch of people were playing it, and um, and I don't quite understand it, but it is crazy popular. There are all sorts of rumors going around that you know uh, that it will. There, it's a very hackable game, or that um, I don't know that this is some sort of insidious thing it's also um crazy th- things have happened there there was a report of uh, two people who were setting up um i think it was i don't know if it was a, a pokemon gym or something like that but they were luring people and then robbing them um because they were playing pokemon go people if you go on uh reddit the subreddit today i fucked up tifu you'll see several people who um <laughs> have had problems either uh, falling off their bike or getting into some sort of problem or ignoring their girlfriend because they were playing um, Pokemon Go and having that backfire on them. Uh, The crazy thing is also, like, had you invested in, uh, um, what's it called, Nintendo, like a couple, uh, like last month, you'd you'd have almost doubled your money by now. Their their stock went up 25% in in two days, um, which is crazy. And uh, just because of this game. And I don't know how, I guess, oh, I guess you can buy things in, in the app, which this is why I'm probably not ever going to play it, because I would get so lazy I would be buying everything. Um, but the, cra- the other thing is that it's actually a, a Google game, or it, it's based on this game called Ingress, uh, which came out a couple of years ago uh in twenty thirteen. And there's this company within Google called Niantic. And uh um, they're actually now, I guess they spun off, but they're still owned by the parent company Alphabet. But they this they're the ones who are probably making most of the money. So uh, Google gets bigger and bigger. Um, by the way this show is brought to you by Google because that's who I'm working for right now. Um, Did you guys fill this mail sack, by the way? Uh, that would be great if you did. Um, and if you're playing Pokemon Go, let me know, because I want to know what is so appealing about it. The one thing, the other thing that people are saying about Pokemon Go is like, I have an anxiety disorder, I haven't left my house in three years, and since I started playing Pokemon Go, I left my house or I got exercise for the first time in my life. This could be the key to killing childhood obesity. Just give every kid a phone and then just set them out there. And I guess if you go to malls, you'll just see like kids just running around and, or just in any public place and just kids and adults running around and congregating in little corners and just like with their faces buried in their phones, uh, it's not great that they're buried in their phones, but at least they're getting out and moving, and that's pretty darn cool. I guess the, the, the more you move, you more distance you cover, the more chances of capturing monsters you have. I am way too old for Pokemon. I don't understand what um, that whole monster catching thing is about, but I understand it's a lot of fun. Um, I will not be playing this. I'm scared to death. I will lose myself in this machine um, more than I already do. I am in the new lair, and um, I have am living with my lady friend, and it's an experiment that's been going on for a couple weeks, and for those of you in committed relationships who live with other people, uh, how how do you do it? What, what is the secret? Um, it's been really fun, um, uh, but it cer- certainly is, um, challenging. And, uh, I'm, I'm just interested in, um, you know, I spent 40 something years just on my, without living with somebody. And all of a sudden, having that change is just, uh, it's a, a big bucket of ice water. And, uh, it's a lot of, um, Changing. But it's fun. It's good. It's certainly, I'm much happier. But, uh, it, it, um, all of a sudden there, there's, like, more stuff that wasn't there before and things are done the ways that I don't do them and I'm expected. Yeah, anyhow. Um, I love her dearly. Everything's going great. We're having a lot of fun. But, if you have any tips, let me know. Um, this is, oh, David Castro plays, uh, both Ingress and Pokemon. Which do you like better? Um, what's the difference? Um, I would like to know. Uh, last, or on Saturday, uh, I saw Dan Etheridge. Daniel Derrickson Etheridge, who is now en route this very moment as I speak into the ether back to Danida uh Dancouver, Danada, and so please tweet good things at him. He is starting uh season three of Izambi and on the CW network. And here's the great thing about his starting on Izambi. He's not just going back as a producer, he's going back as a returning director and he will be directing the first episode of Isambi, season three, written by Rob Thomas, who I also saw, friend of the show, right? Is he on the show. Uh, I saw him at the at, on Saturday, and he's doing very well. The show um, is really humming. I don't know if you guys have watched this past season, but it was a lot of fun. There's some great performance uh, performances on there. Love the show. Everybody should catch up. I think it's on your um, um, Netflix queue. So get that going. I. Uh, also, wanted to talk about, well, you know what, I'm going to wait until Giselle comes here because I want to uh, get into it with her. We uh, did something called an escape room. So if you've done an escape room, let us know what you think of it. Um, it's the rage that's been uh, blanketing the country. Basically, you're locked in a room and you have to escape. Um, sounds like fun. Sounds like childhood hold on just a second here i'm just going to um, get right into it here
0: we're going to dip into the mail sack mail sack mail sack of water get my hands in that mail sack the
1: uh, yeah that was great we have uh let's see okay um, this first one is from Josh uh Josh Kinsman or Joshua. Do you go by Josh or Oh Schwa? Anyhow. Uh he says, Hello, I'm a Ooh. Actually this isn't really helpful. Um, why aren't you here? Why aren't you here?
0: I just I'm still in bed. <laughs> I just woke up and Helmut told me he was all alone.
1: Yeah. do you want, well, you, you can either come here and open up the Skype line for someone else or you can, we can just keep going and talk like right this.
0: Yeah, well, no, no, I'm gonna come, but I just wanted to uh, tell you uh, good morning and I'm coming as soon as I can. <laughs>
1: um, hey, it's Giselle, everybody.
0: Hey, good morning, everybody. Guten Morgen. This, um, there's a Pokémon go in my bed.
1: <laughs> um, which which monster is it?
0: Oh, the green one.
1: Which green one?
0: The one <laughs> the green one with the purple
1: stripes. Oh, um <laughs> You got yourself a blurger. That is amazing.
0: They uh, make make my bed into a gym.
1: Oh, yeah, did you hear that some guy's house accidentally got turned into a gym? Yes. So
0: he, he, he should embrace it. This is bringing about uh, <laughs> real community for the first time. <laughs>
1: but he can't get out of his driveway. So I guess, yeah, there are these gyms where you can, um, you can make your, your monsters more powerful and there are actual physical locations in this guy's house got turned into a gym. And like, so all these people are just lingering outside of his house or parking in front of his house trying to, to power up. Um, you know what? Oh, but also I hear that businesses are doing this too. So like, you know, if you are in like a, a big city and you're, you've got like an ice cream stand, you can just like turn your, your place into a gym and then people will come there and their girlfriends will be like, ugh, I'm going to go get an ice cream. Ugh.
0: Oh, they, but the girlfriends should know that uh, this Pokemon Go is really fun. This is, It's great. They should join in. I
1: know. Uh, uh, Have you actually played it?
0: Yes, I have. Helmut put it on his phone, and uh, he take me along. (laughs) We was at Target,
1: the store. Did you see a bunch of other um, adults, I mean, other... uh, Oh, phone users going around collecting no,
0: monsters no uh, not at that time although later i did see somebody on the street but uh, we was walking into target and we looking at the phone and there was uh, a little ding 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 right by the shopping carts inside target
1: this is this has now overtook taken overtaken overtaken um, tinder as like the most popular app in use
0: it i I was, you know, I'm not really a gamer, uh, so I was skeptical, but I played this and I have to tell you, it's really fun and cool to be, to make the world, the actual IRL, uh, into a a game. This is genius and I think it's the, it's the, this, we're gonna look back on this uh, Pokemon Go is eventually we're going to look back at it on it like atari you know uh pong atari pong which was so simple bing bong bing bong that this is it's only going to get more complex and intricate but it's really really fun to have the real world augmented with video game playing yeah you, no, what, what, is, what is it? so I, appealing i loved about it, it. What? I thought,
1: was what was fun. so fun about it?
0: Uh, well, you know, you go to Target and...
1: I love going to Target regardless of a, a, a game.
0: Oh, boy. Not me. It's crowded and, you know, the lines and they're just trying to sell you things. They've got cookies and... And cheap shoes and stuff, you know. Eventually, cheap shoes and cookies uh, no longer fill the void, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you go there and you're a little bored. You just have to run to Target to get uh, more cat food, is what you're you're getting. And uh, but now, now it's not just oh, I got to go to Target to get the cat food. Now it's. Dun, 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 dun. Da, 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 hunting and I'm playing and it's really fun. <laughs> you get points.
1: Um, and did did you buy anything in app?
0: Uh, what do you mean?
1: Oh well, you can buy things to help your 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 monsters and stuff like that.
0: Oh oh yeah, not like skins.
1: I I guess so. I don't know. Um,
0: or yeah. weapons or yeah. health. Yeah, modules, like podules, mm-hmm. something. I don't know. Uh, but no, we did not buy anything. We just saw a little monster by the shopping carts. We we threw a ball at it, <laughs> and it gave us the points. <laughs> did you
1: hear that a girl even found a dead body when she was like yes. looking for for monsters? She yes, she was um navigating through an, an area that was uh, by this river that is very um, remote, and she uncovered a dead body.
0: Did you know that's a, one of my greatest fears in life, is that I'm going to find a dead
1: body. You're going to relive Stand By Me?
0: Yes. Oh, my in God. My, in my own house or somewhere. Like I, I, I even when I'm opening the closet to get dressed in the morning, I do it very carefully, unless unless there's a dead body in there.
1: I was once running and I saw like um, the police taking out a dead body from the from the the park.
0: Did they have it covered up, or was uh, they on- did?
1: But then, like a limb just popped out of it.
0: Oh no! Yeah,
1: and and I was like, yeah. so
0: like flop out of, or yeah, fall off like the Yeah, because like these journey. two,
1: these two like, uh, police officers were struggling up a hill trying to carry, or maybe they were fire department, but no, I think they were police, but they were carrying this, you know, cause it, there, there was a, it was a trail. So, and it just flopped oh. out and that just image is just like, so burned into my mind. Um,
0: do you know which limb it was? It was a leg. Do you know which leg?
1: It was the right leg.
0: And did was it severed and it fell onto the ground? No,
1: no, no, no. It just it wasn't severed. No, it just flopped off the gurney, but it was still connected to the body.
0: Oh, did it uh, have a shoe on it?
1: Uh, no, it was a, a, a naked limb.
0: Oh, yeah. no shoe.
1: Yeah. But it, was, it was, was, it
0: was it a man leg or a lady leg?
1: I think it was a lady leg. It was hard to tell.
0: <laughs> le, lady leg. Leg, lady leg.
1: <laughs> okay, you know, that, that is just above
0: leg it. Leg across my big <laughs> breast bed. <laughs>
1: um, that is the most uh, well-enunciated Bob Dylan song. The only time I've ever learned, understood a word he said.
0: Song. I like that song. I was just reading, uh, yesterday about a guy. This was back in 2007. He was a lawyer and he was meet with a client up on floor number 69 in the.
1: 69.
0: <laughs> Empire State Building. And he meeting with the client, and then they say, excuse me for a minute, and he get up, he go into the other room and throw himself out the window. Wow. No lie.
1: That is horrifying.
0: I know. And this is the more horrifying thing. Most of him stop on like the 10th floor landing or 20th floor landing or some you know, rooftop. But part of him Went all the way to the ground. Um, and the, the part that went all the way to the ground was his lower left leg. People was walking by and a leg land right in front of them. They was pretty upset about it. It was the lower left leg below the knee and it have on a sock and a shoe.
1: Yikes. That is terrifying. There, there was, um, this one, uh, a uh, case where a, there was a skydiver, two skydivers that were going, and they were, the idea is that they were supposed to go under a bridge. Oh. Yeah. Uh, what? Or, or, wait, no, wait. right over the bridge. Like they were like, you know, they were... They
0: oh, had, they were supposed to, the once they on. opened their canopy?
1: No, no, the, they had these wingsuits and they were going Oh,
0: wingsuits.
1: Yeah, and one guy made it and the other guy... Just vaporized. It's pretty horrifying because there were people on the bridge. Ugh.
0: He crashed into the side of the bridge. Yeah. Yep. And he vaporized.
1: Well, I mean, he splatterized.
0: I think. Yeah. You know, if a boat was going uh, underneath, you know what they could have sung? It's raining men. Hallelujah, Indeed. actually, just raining one man like, this is so man. inappropriate
1: like this is like
0: <laughs> hallelujah, it's raining man.
1: The, this is, like back in the 70s, there were these novelty songs where they'd be like, we're out here and there are aliens landing. And what are the aliens saying? Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? <laughs> like, And then it would have like this fake news story with these like music clips and "It's training men would fit right in with the man who died.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry he'd <you> do that.
1: <laughs> boy, oh boy. Um. So how we can continue like this, or if I'm in the mail sack right now, if you want to come over, or we yeah, let's just keep it like this.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. Let's keep it like this because uh, it's awfully comfortable where I am.
1: All right. <laughs> um, well, let me just go through the Unless, mail sack. Unless,
0: like you say, was somebody else going to tweet in?
1: You know what you I know, say to those people? Uh, or or Skype, Skype
0: in? in. You should tell them if they want to Skype in, they should tweet you first to let you know, and then you and me can get off the phone, okay. and then they can Skype.
1: Okay. So if you want to Skype in, tweet in, <laughs> and then email in, and then <laughs> send a post, um, <laughs> and we'll and an, a, a, an owl, and then we'll put you on. Snap,
0: um, Snapchat and Instagrams.
1: Yes. In Uh,
0: Tinder, swipe right if you want to tweet in. No, tweet in if you want to Skype in.
1: Well, if you (laughs) capture the the Skype monster and you know at the right location, then you can power up. And then I don't even know if I'm saying it right, but Pokemon Go us. Uh,
0: Have you tried Pokemon Go yet?
1: No, I'm scared of it. I'm scared I will just not stop playing because I was on the bus. Like going to work, and like all these people were playing it, and then like as, and I guess it's if and they don't want it, they wanted the the bus to slow down so they could catch more things, you know? Oh yeah, yeah,
0: uh, yeah. You can play it on the bus.
1: And then they were laughing because like,
0: oh yeah, go ahead. Sorry. One
1: of them was like at the mall, and he's like, I was at the outdoor part of the mall, and there were just kids out there, and it was like. I've never seen kids outside. (laughs) Like you, just don't see that anymore. And he
0: was. That's what they Yeah. Somebody else was saying that this this Nintendo's Pokemon Go is getting doing more to combat childhood obesity than Michelle Obama ever did. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Michelle
1: Obama. Hey, you know whatever it takes. And yeah. And you know
0: that I was thinking what is so fun about it is it's like a treasure hunt. You know, you, you feel a thrill when you, because you, what you do is you boot it up, right? And then what start, what you see is sort of a map, uh, with you, you're walking along there and you can see little blinking spots where there is something. And so in your area, so it tell you, oh, go to walk here or walk there. And so it's like, uh, you know, finding a treasure. It's like a treasure hunt. Did you ever do, um, the, uh, you know, the, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Urban challenge. Words? Yeah. Or, um, the Rose bowl, uh, scavenger hunt.
1: No, I did the urban challenge and, um, I actually did this. It was, uh, with, uh, John August, a friend of the show and, uh, writer, uh, who I saw on Saturday. He and Dan participated in, in, uh, the Urban Challenge and basically it's a, a scavenger hunt slash puzzle game. And so we, he, they were in communication with us, uh, and we were, um, trying to d- decipher the, all the clues while they were running around collecting clues. And it was yeah. so much fun. It's so
0: much fun. Yeah,
1: no, so I get it. I get, like, it, you feel like you're on a, a quest of sorts.
0: Yeah, and when you uh, capture one or get a point, you feel a thrill. You feel excited and happy.
1: Evan uh, wrote in and said that an officer friend in Alhambra, which is very nearby, he, um, he found 300 people playing Pokemon Go in a park. I'm sure that's, like, 250 more than had had been there for a long time. Uh, and then he proceeded to blast the theme song from his PA. See, that's how police should-
0: That's so cool! That's how
1: police should engage with the community. You know? That's awesome. I love that. Uh, Josh says that it's taken over Snapchat as well as Tinder. Um, and then Jane says, uh, I'm sort of playing Pokemon Go, but I'm learning and not sure if I'm playing it right. So far, I've just caught a bunch. That's what you're supposed to do. That's yeah. a bunch. Um,
0: Somebody was right on to Twitter. I, I forget what state they, they said. But they said, hey, they was writing to the legal advice forum because they was planning a Pokemon Go get-together. And uh, I guess they put it out on Facebook or something. They was hoping for maybe 50 people. And at the time of the posting, they had 2,500 People <laughs> oh, planning to come and they were saying, what, what can I do? I
1: mean, this is like such a huge thing. And you know that I was mentioning before that it's, it was developed by a, a Google company. Um, oh. Yeah. So they used I to thought, work in my building.
0: Wait, isn't it a Nintendo game?
1: Uh, they license the technology. It's actually based on a game called Ingress that Dave Castro plays. Um,
0: oh, yeah. See here. He, he's,
1: yeah, he, he caught one called Vaporeon. Vape man, that's awesome! Ah, um,
0: it's so much fun. It's just the coolest thing, and you know, I'm I'm so excited about it because we we're having some hard times in the world nowadays.
1: It's true, and we're talking about that. And by we, I mean me. Um, and it is nice that there's something that that people. That is like across generations and across, uh, socioeconomic lines that people are just all engaging in.
0: Yeah. I always say, um, one of my favorite things to, to me, heaven on earth is being engaged in a communal creative project. If you never have had a chance to do that, like, Working on a project that you like together in school, you know, like say you have to do a mural together or make a science report and make a little volcano or uh, paint you know, whatever. Do some, if you in theater, making a play together or whatever it is, sports, you know, for people who like sports, being on a team together. Being involved in some sort of endeavor Perhaps together like, that you're passionate about. It's like, uh, the uh, best uh, feeling in the world.
1: Like maybe an escape room?
0: Yes, we get into that. But, but I wanted to say, I think um, this is great because it's reminding people, or giving people the experience where how much fun it is to play together. Yeah. Let's just play together. But, We're here on the world.
1: But when you do Pokemon, play together, when you do Pokemon Go, is it a community communal thing, or is it just like other people are doing it and you're doing it as well?
0: Well, yeah, I think so far it's it's like uh, other people is doing it and you're doing it as well. But still, they, that's still fun just to see that everybody's doing it, and right. maybe. Dave Dave Castro write into Nintendo and maybe they will listen to the podcast too and we can tell them make some challenges where you have to team up with a stranger.
1: Um you, well they have you can battle your monsters, right?
0: I guess can you? I'm just learning it too, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Uh well and I guess maybe there's some camaraderie that comes out of the, the battle thing, you know, or some sort of uh...
0: But wouldn't it be a cool one if there was a challenge where it had to be two separate players come together or five separate players to capture a particular thing and you get more points the more players come at the same time
1: that would be fantastic i th- yeah. um, that
0: um i'm going to write into the nintendos
1: so these are called uh, as um Tyson educated us. They're called ARGs, which is alternate reality games, and it it would be great. I think we'll see more and more of them, uh, or or augmented reality games.
0: Augmented, yeah, yeah.
1: Or alternate, or aug—no, alternate reality games. But but I think it's more augmented actually. Um, But uh, to see ones that are that are more complicated and more um, like team-based, I think that would be really fun. So or, much fun or ones that you could do by yourself, and then you could do better if you did it with somebody else, you know, so not to exclude anybody who wants to do th- do things on their own, <laughs> as some people are wont to do
0: hey, can I tell you something please Helmut just come in. apparently there's a Pokemon in our backyard ah, get Helmut it. Helmut have just go out to get it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I
0: love this game this is the best ever you could be treasure hunting all the time <laughs>
1: <That> <laughs> makes is so, so much
0: funny. fun uh, makes so much fun
1: so I was just um, giving people a little update on former guest uh, who I guess was on the show as uh, Darren in, informed us in, in uh, 2011 I think or 20, 2011 um, Rob Thomas is is working hard on I zombie. Uh, Ryan Devlin was an, uh, a guest way back when. He's an actor. And I was looking him up and he, you know, there's that, that, uh, there's this food stuff that's called This Bar Saves Lives. Have you seen those? Yes. Those little food bars. He started that company. So he's still, he's still oh. acting, I think. And, um, and he's, Still volunteering for these nonprofits so so you know he's part of this crew that went to africa and that's where he came up with this idea of of having this uh coming up with this this bar where they would part of buying the bar supports these these uh uh humanitarian efforts isn't that awesome
0: that is awesome
1: that and and he still you know has you know like time to do other things that's that's amazing cuz i eat those all the time they have those at work um
0: ah yeah. hey t- tell me you work at a f- sort of fancy place
1: Schmugel, yeah
0: and they have they are very generous with their uh snacks
1: um yeah snacks <laughs> yeah oh wait let me uh can I just interrupt you because uh Josh is about to go back to work uh, Oh, yeah and, and he's he wrote in a letter so i 'm just going to read this letter he says hello i 'm a long time listener first time writer. My name is Josh Kinsman, and I have so much I could talk uh your ears off with but i 'll try to keep my first email shortish and concise i'm a twenty seven year old male living in northeastern Pennsylvania and working in upstate New York binghamton Ithaca area, to be specific. How long is that commute is is it right that next to each other? Um, I listen to um, Smodcast Internet Radio while I work. I'm a landscape gardener. Uh, you all provide me with such rich and topical content while tending to my customers' plants and landscape dreams. I guess I'll start with a subject that might may be controversial, but important nonetheless. I was a pack-a-day cigarette smoker for about 10 years, but I made the switch to vaping last December, and I haven't had a single drag of cigarette since. That being said, the FDA is pushing a bill that would make vaping a dead industry once the bill is implemented August 8th. Essentially, this bill, um, as is, will destroy the vaping community and market by making it impossible for most businesses to survive. There has been a response by the community under the name Bishop Cole Amendment, uh, under the name of the Bishop Cole Amendment, making it possible for businesses to stay afloat. I do not plan on vaping forever, but indeed, do treat it as a miracle for myself and the smokers out there that need help getting freed of the deadly habit that is so hard to shake. Yes, there is a caveat to vaping. No, it is not safe, and no, it is not tried and tested, uh, nor has had enough time to see all the long-term effects. I can say with certainty, although that it is safer than smoking, and is a great, uh, transitional, uh, transitory tool. Um, if anyone is interested in, to help this movement, you can find out all the pertinent information at, uh, dot org. All right, all right, I'll get off my soapbox and toss you this softish ball, if I may be so bold. Uh, what podcasting equipment do you all use? Mics, software. Specifically, I plan on writing out 100 words. Or yes, just wanted to ha- uh, have a meet and greet. Love you all. You can follow me on my brand spanking new Twitter account that I created just to keep in touch with the Nooner Crew. That's at Enigmatic Onion. Very good. Enigmatic Onion. Um, P.S. Have you ever heard the greatest band in the world known as Death Grips? Have not. Um, so, Giselle.
0: Yes, that was really, there was so much to comment on in that letter. First of all, I was thinking that if Ithaca uh, ever need a civic pride slogan, yes, they should say, don't say Ithaca can't. Say it's a can.
1: <laughs> You're maybe on, on maybe I
0: single-handedly just destroyed their civic, whatever civic pride they did have, <laughs> with my stupid joke. <laughs>
1: um, that is, um, I'm sure they'll be calling you. The 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 Ithaca Chamber of Commerce will be calling you soon. <laughs> have you ever been to Ithaca?
0: I don't think so. It's
1: beautiful. It's oh, it's do very. It- Grassy. Do it have fall colors? Um, in the fall, <laughs> <laughs> it's like farm country. Um,
0: oh boy, yeah, that's pretty.
1: Yeah, um, and then uh, oh, David Castro says that for, for the gyms, a team takes it over by placing Pokemon in them. People from the other teams can join together and defeat <gasps> it. Love it! Yay! there are three teams. Um, but to get to his question, first of all, his his email about the vaping.
0: Uh, Wait, the, the second thing before the vaping oh, was the landscape gardening.
1: Oh, yes?
0: The, the landscape gardening. That's cool. Uh, I would like to have him uh, Skype in someday. Not today, since I'm on the phone. I want to be there. Because I'd like to hear about that job, what he likes to plant, how he got into it. Uh,
1: can he do my backyard can
0: he come out and do my backyard in in succulent drought tolerance well i don't think that's an
1: issue in northeastern pennsylvania
0: no that's true he's probably used he could do the english cottage garden style because they have so much rain and wet out there
1: yeah um
0: well, if you ever want to do an internship with succulents...
1: Come on out. Can, bring your shovel. It can
0: come out here.
1: Your backhoe. <laughs> you need Who the are help.
0: you calling a backhoe? <laughs> <laughs> okay, then on to the vaping.
1: Well, I want to congratulate uh, Josh for quitting smoking. That's an incredibly hard thing to do, especially if you start in your teens. I don't know if he... Oh, obviously he did because he's 27 years old. So, it, when you start in your teens, it just takes uh its root in you and and just forms these incredibly long lasting uh, uh cravings that are oh, almost yeah. impossible to 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 break free and If vaping gets you off it, then that 's great um, right The thing about vaping is you know you well you 're looking for a nicotine delivery tool and Nicotine is a very addictive substance, but it's not necessarily in, you know, that bad for you unless you overdose on it. Um, and then the actual vaping liquid itself is either what, like glycerin or um, it's that other stuff. And so when you ingest it, you know, it's very harsh on the lungs. It, it makes you cough or the first few times yeah. you do it. So I, I don't think it can be great for you, but um, I don't. Think it's as bad as smoking, um, you know, particles and uh, tar and all sorts of heavy metals that are found in uh, and toxic chemicals, formaldehyde that are found in uh, uh, cigarette smoke. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Do we know what specifically is the law that he's saying is going to be passed? I don't remember if he said in his letter what it was. He just said that it would uh, tear down the businesses.
1: Yeah, um, it's, um, well, apparently it's uh, a ban on vaping. Um, They're putting in regulations. I don't know what the regulations are. Um, You will not be able to make or sell any new products without approval from the FDA. Um, Oh, okay. And so obviously there's the, the tobacco lobby that's behind some of that, but also the FDA... Wants to make sure that the things that people are using are safe, right? And if that's the case, then they should outlaw tobacco, right? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think I think that it it is a bad thing. I think that they should continue to study this and study the the uh, effects of of vaping and make it uh, unavailable to people to minors. But for someone like Josh, it was a lifesaver for him. So,
0: well, you know, Tyson just tweeted in as well. He say, "I quit smoking two years ago in August. I used blue e cigs for cessation. Then I stopped vaping." So, Tyson, uh, tweet in again. Tell us a little more how you went from vaping to stopping vaping, because that sounds like the point where Josh is right now. He's vaping successfully, not using cigarettes, but how can he comfortably, or is it uncomfortable only, to stop vaping?
1: Um, Excellent, excellent. Um, Yeah, but I'm very impressed that you were able to quit, because it's... You know, smoking—it starts at something that's cool and fun. Did you ever smoke, Giselle? I know that a lot of Europeans smoke.
0: No, I never did. Thank goodness. Uh, you know, in a way, uh, when those when the kids in school class make fun of me, that time, you know, was really. Um, uh, what does it mean? Like it have a make a print on you?
1: Uh-huh, uh huh, an impression.
0: Yeah, that happened early in my life in school class. And that kind of made me feel not not aligned with with the rest of the kids, more separate from them. So when everybody was start smoking, I specifically did not start smoking, because I I was not in inside with the popular kids and all this.
1: Um, right. And you weren't tempted to like join them and be like, give me that. I'm cool.
0: No, I wa- it was really clear that nothing I did was going to make me cool in their eyes. <laughs> so.
1: But the, I, I have to say, there is something very and uh, uh, just uh, alluring about like taking in a big puff of billowy smoke and then puffing it out. You know, whether it's through a vape or through like, I mean, you see all these YouTube videos of people doing vape tricks, and it's kind of cool. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of cool in the way juggling is cool. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: uh, yeah.
1: what kind of mixer do you use for your podcast uh, make friends
0: you know uh, I wish Anthony was here the uh, uh, engineer, engineer.
1: He, he's, uh, he's good at his business he's um,
0: really good because I don't I don't know any of the technical stuff um, I can't answer that at all yeah,
1: basically I have a Behringer um, mixer, It's a 12-channel mixer. I've got a bunch of mics that I got cheap that are, I, I don't know what brand they are, German sounding, um, <laughs> but they come in little boxes of three, so they were cheap. And basically this is a cheap rig. It's pretty cheap to do podcasting. There's lots of equipment out there, and I'll bet if you went on Craigslist, you could find a lot of people who are like, oh, this is stupid. I don't want to do this anymore, and then they sell their stuff. Um
0: oh yes is did Josh say he was going to start uh, doing something
1: I don't know I don't know but for the live cast we use radiocaster which is a podcasting software that I don't understand but they just told me to use it and then I record it on a cam um little uh recording device and then I post it for the uh podcast and people the magic of Will Wilkins makes it all happen so that's what yes. you need that's what you need uh, as part of your podcasting um, repertoire Mike's Mixer and Will Wilkins
0: it's the most important most piece most
1: important piece <laughs> let's just give a little listen to um, this Death Grips I haven't heard it but this is the Death Grips um you know I can imagine that if you were doing some gardening that listening to that would be really uh, uh, enriching
0: I think that was pretty cool
1: uh, Let's see right I'm going to need seriously. to listen to that. I give that a deep listen. If I'm going to, that's the Death Grips. Um,
0: uh, that is pretty cool stuff. It's sort of combination psychedelic apocalyptic rap.
1: Yes. Um,
0: yeah. I like it. It's, it's you, like I uh, you're a a sound weaving.
1: Are you? A, do you do you, do you listen to hip hop? Do, but can I, can I, can I finish?
0: Uh I I so I listen to uh hip hop I like uh Lil Dicky these days and uh who was the other guy? Was oh, Lil Dicky uh, the white guy? Yeah, he's funny. He's very funny. <laughs> and also the one who sing uh, get off of my Facebook.
1: <laughs> um, you know oh, so you like the nerdcore stuff.
0: And I like Eminem quite a bit. I, I have to say I'm not a big fan of Drake
1: of black people did you say Drake <laughs> I heard what you said
0: <laughs> Just Drake because the, I, I have not heard a lot of Drake but what a little I've heard he do some he do that thing like auto tune with his voice or something it have that electronical sound uh-huh. I just don't like that sound very much but I really like M&Ms
1: You know what I noticed is that and and this is a, one of the problems of, of culture is that when i was reading this george saunders uh, thing in the new yorker where he was talking about black lives matter and whenever he was speaking about a person of color he would say that this black woman you know was doing this and then if it wasn't a black woman or a he would just you know, say a woman yeah an older woman and then and then i was thinking you know what that that ain't right. Like that—that's part of the problem. Why you have
0: to specify? Well, then, I think it
1: is important to specify. But then you should say an older white woman.
0: Well, if it matters, why well, do it's, it matter? Because it it's, we're talking it,
1: about Black Lives it, Matter, or you're talking about race issues. And if, oh, oh, and if you, oh if, I'm sorry. Yeah. If you're yeah, saying that the normalized thing is white, then that's bullshit. Then you know you're you're, you're perpetuating the problem.
0: And let me ask you this. So uh, I was on the phone with uh, this guy who's a handyman. Mm-hmm. and uh, What race? I'm, <laughs>
1: I'm kidding.
0: What race was he? Well, this is what you're going to hear. Oh, so oh, I, okay. I was asking, he was giving me a recommendation for a plumber. And this is how the conversation go. He go, oh, here's the name of this guy. He's a really good plumber. He's a family man. He have a nice little business there. I said, great, that sounds perfect. He go, and just so you know, in case it matters, he's black.
1: Is his name um, Wally?
0: No, but this is what the handyman say. He say, if it matters to you, not saying that it matters, but to some people it matters, he's black. Uh, and I was so taken aback. Is that what they say, taken aback? Nah. I was shocked because so all, all, all I could say, was I said, uh, it don't matter to me. And then he got really defensive, the handyman. He goes, no, no, uh, I'm not saying that it do, but you know, sometimes people, uh, they care about these things and I just don't want you to go in unaware, blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking, this is crazy. I want to, I want to run and hide. I want to escape. I want to dig a hole and bury myself in the ground to get away from this conversation.
1: Yeah. I, I had <laughs> a friend who's a, a realtor. And he, in Florida, and he drives a Ford because he doesn't, like he has clients who are, might, you know, an an old rich white people in Florida who might be offended if he drove a Japanese car.
0: Offended because, because it's a foreign Mm non-American? Because of, uh, but not necessarily Japanese. They would be equally offended if he drove a Yugo?
1: uh i for, no they would be equally offended but for different reasons
0: or oh, specifically against the japanese H-
1: yeah yeah or or just yeah
0: because of pearl harbor
1: yeah, i guess i don't know because people are racist i mean that that's that, that's the reality is like everybody is a little bit racist to quote avenue q but it's like how you behave because of that you know um Anyhow, yeah. I asked if th- your plumber's name is Wally because I have a black plumber and his name is Wally. Oh. And he's a great guy. Family oh. man. Oh. And black.
0: Well, this... uh Somebody else – I wrote about it onto the internet to ask for advice about, like, what should I have said or how should I handle it if somebody starts up with this, listen, I'm not racist, but just in case you're racist, right, right. let me tell you that this guy is black, not that it matters, but all that baloney. And somebody on the internet said uh, a really good point of view. They said he's recommending the plumber so he's not racist. Because he already said, this guy's a great plumber. You should use him.
1: And he probably deals with a lot of racists.
0: Right. They said he probably has been burned in the past where he make a recommendation to a racist. And the racist got all mad. How dare you recommend me a black plumber?
1: Um, and so you- he
0: just was, you know. And the fact that he got so defensive mean he was probably embarrassed because... You know, he didn't want to get into that at all in the first place. So I thought that had a lot of compassion. That answer.
1: Well, and you know, there have been these cases. Yeah, that absolutely, it does. And and we, when you work in uh, with a in sort of a, with a customer service capacity, like you have to be cognizant that not everybody's going to be cool, and you still want their business. You know. Right. Um, But like you've heard about Airbnb, you know, where you can rent people's, you know, spare rooms and houses and guest houses and stuff like that, that, um, you know, you can look and see the customer's profile. So like there was some guy who was going to Italy and then he was all ready to go. And then all of a sudden it was canceled and it's, he thought it was because they saw that he was black. And so he had a friend go for the, and the, basically the the person said oh you know we're all booked up i'm sorry i made a mistake and then he had a friend make the same reservation a white friend and then that person got the reservation no problem wow um, and then also if you have a black sounding name like you you're less likely to or they're less likely to uh, get approved on uh, an airbnb rental if it's with a, a non black uh uh, renter that's
0: sad that make me sad
1: yeah and, uh, yeah
0: somebody else in in answer to my right posting online about this uh plumber conversation somebody else wrote in and they said uh they said they have a friend who is a black lady she do uh child care she have a daycare right and uh the friend who was white was saying that she, her friend told her, listen, if you're going to recommend my business to your friends, please do me a favor. Tell them right up front that I'm black because it save everybody. If they're going to be racist, save me the time of having to deal with them till they find out that I'm black and then they pull their kid.
1: And for the world not to or the country not to acknowledge that this type of racism exists, and that's why there is a Black Lives Matter movement, yeah. is is just uh, absurd. And same thing with jobs. You know, they did an experiment where they they put uh, the same exact same resumes with uh, white sounding names and black sounding names, and oh. then they submitted it in. And literally, it was like, a, well, I can look it up, but the, the, the huge. Um, uh, yeah. Disparity. There's huge disparity. And,
0: uh, uh, I had a, a boss, uh, lady some time ago. I was, uh, doing some bookkeeping for, for this business one time, uh, to try and, I was just working side business bookkeeping to, to do my buttons in the meantime. But anyway, my boss was a black lady and she was telling me that when she was trying to buy a house, uh working with the realtors or something like that, she felt she got discriminated against because they could hear in her voice that she was black, you know she had yeah. like a whatever black sounding voice her name you You can't tell from her name, but if you hear her talk, I guess she said pe- people could tell, and she would get all of a sudden, Oh no, thank you, we're not interested, no, we can't help you.' And it makes me so sad that people have to deal with that. Uh, when this lady wrote in about her friend with the daycare, you know, I should know that that exists. And obviously, it don't surprise me. But at the same time, reading about it firsthand like that, it, I was kind of surprised. Like, I just was shocked. And I think, wow, to have to deal with that in your life. Yeah. And that's probably not even the worst of it.
1: No. No, so it's a fifty percent difference, by the way. This is wow. the National Bureau of Economic <coughs> Research. Same same um, resumes with uh names like Lakeisha and Jamal versus Emily and Greg, uh fifty percent uh difference in callbacks.
0: You know, I live in a I live in a neighborhood in Los Angeles that is uh, most people here in this neighborhood is a different race from me. Uh and they talk different English, I mean. Everybody talking English, but they have a different accent. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of time they're not, not even speaking English. Well, can I just say most people in this neighborhood is Hispanic? Okay, you can say that. Or Latino, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know what you're supposed to say. But in any event, uh, when I get to talking with people at the store... Or out on the street and we have really different speaking styles.
1: So I, I don't know about our values too. because we,
0: maybe we have different values, maybe we have different lives, type of life or, so I don't know. But anyway, we're just there talking and we're both, you know, we're just people and it, it helped me to, uh, it helped me to keep reminding of how everybody is just everybody when I can have a conversation with somebody who talk differently than I talk
1: yeah That's- uh,
0: or say different things, have different phrases they say uh, look at the world a little bit differently than I look at the world I right. really like that so again I think maybe this Pokemon Go can really help us
1: um, I think so I, th- I think so. And I'll, uh, what I was saying at the top of the show is that, uh, in, beyond Pokemon Go, we have these other people who are outside protesting, and that it's really important that we listen to them.
0: Yes, and I agree. I think before we
1: start coming up with, with, uh, just dismissing them or, or just ignoring them, we really need to listen to them. And like, the stories that we've been talking about, or you've been talking about, uh, just shows that, like, we don't know how we don't know how everybody lives, and we need to be sensitive to that. You know?
0: Oh, that's right. That's um, right. You really don't know, and everybody is carries some kind of burden in their heart. Yes. You know, in their mind, trouble in their mind, in their past. Everybody has some scars and some burden and you just don't know Tyson, what pe- people's um, life is up against
1: yeah and yeah exactly and and that includes you know i'm not saying any uh, I th- i'm saying for everybody you know like i think that's really important and you know i know that there are people white people who have really hard lives too so yeah um, uh, so in that sense i feel like black lives matter is a reminder that all lives matter, that, that, term, that phrase. So yeah. that's why we say it, you know, because they've been so marginalized. Um, Tyson said that vi- vaping severely reduced the nicotine level in his body, for starters. That helped the most. Um, you know, you can get e-cigarettes that um, have different nicotine contents in the, in the vape juice. So then you can sort of taper yourself down. You know.
0: Is it better to taper? I guess it go different for different people. Different for is different it better people. to taper and maybe feel a little bit of discomfort for several months as you taper down or to go, uh,
1: cold turkey is what we call co- it.
0: cold what?
1: Cold turkey. turkey. Yeah. Turkey. Oh, yeah, I'm, I
0: I'm a little bit hungry right now. I could go for some cold turkey. <laughs> that
1: sounds gross. <laughs> Um and let's see uh back to the mail sack um hi nooner twenty nine mail finland video game designer oh uh, this is come
0: come, how do you like the pokemon go
1: yarif from finland uh, this he actually emailed this on uh, june twenty ninth which was um before pokemon go came out, like boy, that thing just just snowballed it's amazing uh he says i have my annual four-week paid holiday coming next month he he capitalized paid like rubbing it in (laughs) and i'm traveling to scotland now if you're in a cold like a cold wintry northern place like finland does scotland seem like hawaii to us
0: Oh, yeah, Scotland, Hawaii, he's like, of Finland.
1: He's, he's just like walking around in a thong, and the, the people are just like, oh, <laughs> he's Finnish, people. Um, he's never been, but always wanted to go because of the castle's whiskey and architecture. He spelled whiskey with an E-Y. Uh, Scotch whiskey is spelled with just a Y. Um,
0: oh, I did not know that. I, I would have spelled it with an E-Y.
1: Yeah, well, I'm a snob, so that's how I know that. Um uh, <gasps> You're gonna to have to tell us which ones do you like and which, which style of whiskey do you like? Are you a, a Highlands person? Are you an, uh, an Islay person? Let us know. Uh, is there some place or country where you want to travel? Place where you have not been before and why? Have a good one.
0: Oh, first of all, one time I did go, uh, to Ireland and mm-hmm. I also... Is it the land of Ireland? Uh, Ireland, I enjoyed. Did you make a dead joke?
1: I, I made a, a. Is it the land of ire? Are people all angry there?
0: No, in fact, they're very nice.
1: So it's an ironic name.
0: It <laughs> was very nice to me. I, I felt that in general, the country carry the weight of its history in a, a sad. There's a sadness that is present. There's been a lot of bloodshed there mm-hmm. over the centuries, and it seemed kind of present. Anyway, the castles was really beautiful and amazing. I loved to walk and tour on them, mm-hmm. and also uh, nobody mind if you have a whiskey in the lunch times, Jameson.
1: Oh, nice. Uh, so you're you're a Jameson's person, like with there's like um. What's, it, what, there's like Northern Ireland has whiskey, their whiskey, and then, um, Ireland has its whiskey, right? Uh,
0: I, I didn't, only that's the one that I remember.
1: Uh-huh. Um, uh
0: huh. But I had, I, I, had Jameson and also had the Guinness well, beer, which I love Guinness beer.
1: Bushmills is the other one.
0: Oh, Bushmills. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that. Um, so he's going to have a great trip.
1: Yeah, I've always wanted to go to Scotland. It, I think it it just sounds um oh by the way, I, in Ireland they they spell whiskey EY. Um But uh yeah I've always wanted to go. Um it just seems like um Edinburgh is would be a fantastic place to go. Um and I the architecture, the comedy. Have you ever been you to, you've never been to the to Scotland?
0: No, but I've heard of this uh Comedy Festival, if I keep doing more of those standing ups like I told you last week that I was due yes. or two weeks ago, maybe I will go to that comedy festival. that would be pretty fun. can you imagine
1: i please? I can't uh, when are you going to go up again because maybe we can go and record it
0: Oh, we should figure out a time i I, I will uh, I don't know I had not planned on it yet I, I got right. to figure it out
1: all right um
0: yeah we'll do it
1: um. And uh let's see, this next email is from Greg Smith. So
0: uh Wait probably, was we gonna answer the first his oh, oh, yeah, yeah. we want to yeah, go. Yeah, where did you want to go? Uh a lot of places. Uh I would like to go back to Ireland and Scotland. I would like to go to India. I would like to go
1: Sorry, oh, I forgot to oh, do that. But go on.
0: Oh that okay, it's eleven minutes after the top of the hour. <laughs> and you're listening to the Noona podcast.
1: Excellent. Um,
0: also I would like to go to Thailand.
1: Okay, why? For the uh, for the for so you can get a, a young prostitute?
0: No, no.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Go on.
0: That part makes me sad.
1: I know, I know. Um
0: I just I've heard it's really nice and the people is nice and I like the food.
1: Oh, very good. Um have you heard of this restaurant called Pak Pak?
0: No, it's in Los Angeles?
1: Yeah, it's good. Oh. Um let's see. Uh I have no interest in going to India. I don't like so,
0: too crowded.
1: Too crowded, too much poverty. Too uh I and I'm, I'm probably I know that I'm wrong. I know that if I went there I would probably find it amazing, but it just it just it just seems hot and and Crowded and depressing. Um, I see. and I, I also f- have trouble going to places where there's like as a tourist where there's a lot of poverty ar- around me because I feel like somehow like guilty. Do you know
0: what I mean? Yeah. W- when you go to a place that's poorer than you are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, that yeah, said, I know I what you mean. Like, that's not... I, I Like, I think about a place like Vietnam where people, there, there's not a, a ton of money, but I think that the quality of life is pretty good there compared to other places of of similar um, poverty. So I wouldn't mind going to Vietnam.
0: It's hard because you feel like you're breathing in like the wealthy American. Oh, hello everybody. Right, right. Here I am. And mm. oh, it only costs three of your dollars uh, to stay I, in a five star hotel. Right.
1: And you know what? I, I bargained him down to two. <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> like that, that's what bugs me is like going to like, you know, some market where you're you're bargaining over like fifty cents, and like you get really excited about it. But like fifty cents to these people means so much more. Or well, then
0: don't bargain; just pay what they say. That's what I do.
1: But oh. um, I wouldn't. I'm planning on going to Japan.
0: You know, here's a way that somebody. Oh, I'm gonna. My brain is just a little. Is like two sentences behind. I I've know, got a little yes, bit of a slow buffer. It's
1: good. It's good. Uh, Because I'm still
0: on the traveling to places that are poorer than you. Mm -hmm. Somebody told me something um, that may may seem like a good point, which is you're bringing them tourism money. So that's helping them.
1: Right. And it's a tourist economy.
0: And it's a tourist economy. Yeah. So, you know, maybe what you can do if you feel bad you don't have to travel in luxury there, but you can travel low to the ground type of thing. And all the money you would have spent on luxury, you can still spend it there, but give more of your money away. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, just give more money away when you go there.
1: Yeah. No, I think that's the other thing. You you want want to support these places. Support. Um, But I also... So I would rather go to a poor country that and and spend my tourist dollars than going to a tourist place. And the, yeah, like I went to like Cabo San Lucas, you know, it's a, at the tip of Baja California, a big tourist place. And you walk through, and everybody's trying to sell you something, and I feel uh. bad because they, you know I want these people to thrive, but they're like they're like jewelry, 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 and as you walk by, ignoring them, they're like Co- Marijuana, coke, marijuana. So like, it's just. It, I just want to go someplace and experience the culture. That's what I want to do. So I guess I could do that in India. All right, I'm going going to India. Fuck okay. it, I'm going. <laughs> you, you convinced me a bit. Oh. maybe we
0: go together because I tell you something. Helmut told me he don't want to go to India.
1: All right, I, I'm. I might stay with Helmut. <laughs> Uh, you know, <laughs> you might
0: stay I, home. Then when, maybe me and Victoria will go.
1: When people say that it's a, hu- a deeply spiritual place, that's what like bothers me.
0: Oh, how come? Because,
1: because there's so much. Because
0: you hate God.
1: Because I hate God. <laughs> how can I hate something that doesn't exist? Just oh, a snack. Uh, but like, th- there's so much in inequality, and there's there's caste systems in certain parts of India and there's like just and that i don't I, I don't think that spirituality is a way to like to fix these huge problems and pollution is such a huge problem like you yeah. know, you look at the ganges like like it's one of the most polluted rivers like nothing can live in it and people bathe in it and right it's just, ugh, so it's it's dep- depresses me um but japan that's where i want to go
0: ah japan
1: Yes, modern, clean people low crime um
0: so, it's too modern for my taste
1: um, I think that there are parts that are very traditional, like Kyoto, oh yeah so uh
0: what what do you want to see there the architecture, the um culture like uh you know the fashions, the food
1: i want. To see the vending machines that dispense used underwear.
0: You have got to be kidding me.
1: I'm not Please. kidding you. That is not, that is a, no, that's not why I want to go, but that is a thing. And I think that. Okay,
0: hold on, yeah. hold, on, mm-hmm. hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I don't even know if I can talk about this.
1: Okay, who, so,
0: who supply it?
1: Uh, Well,. You have they, you have to take it on faith. You know they'll have like pictures of a young schoolgirl, and you you assume that that is who just wore it. But it
0: no, this is what. Okay, hold on. Okay. What is the business model? Is there a vending company that stock the machine, and if so, where do they get their supply? Or is it more like uh, like beauty salons here in the United States, where independent stylists rent a spot in a beauty salon? A um, chair. They rent a chair for oh, so like I dif- see. different yep. underwear owners
1: get, rent get their own little slot in the machine. A
0: slot, and they stock their own underwear.
1: I, I, I don't know if it's an independent sort of thing. I, I think it's a it's a, uh, a it's probably more of a novelty. There's probably just like you know uh, there's like some sort of industrial chemical called ass stink and vagina smell. And they mix it together and they spray, spray it in some underwear and then they just pack it in a machine.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Does that exist? Those chemical smells? I'm,
1: I'm just guessing that they do, but. You
0: don't think it's real used underwear? You think it's been corporate, it's corporate underwear?
1: Well, it's a lot Uh, easier. Uh, Either that or it's just like a bunch of like a, a soccer team. And then like this guy's like, Hey, before you go practice, can you just wear these underneath and then give them to me afterwards? And then they go yeah. to do their practice. Yeah.
0: Maybe he go to the sororities at and the colleges. This, Listen ladies.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, if it's a soccer team, then these Japanese guys are like, why is there grass stain on my underwear? <laughs> um, I can do that. I'm Asian.
0: Um, I was going to say, <laughs> can you do that? Are you I, sure you can do I that? I just
1: did it. Yo, check it. Uh, <laughs> Um, I, am sure that Darren, um, has posted something on the Tumblr page. I'm scared to even look at that's at, uh, com. If you want to see, I'm sure he's found something. He also post tweeted that countries that base their economy on tourism need rich, rich tourists, rich tourists. They need your money. Well, yeah. Okay. But I don't want to go to a place that just has like, oh, it's like, a. Uh, It's like a country club, except everybody has a Spanish accent or everybody has a, you know, is a different color. I want to go someplace that is interesting and and rich in culture, you know. And I'm happy to give my tourist dollars to them.
0: Yeah. Um, Uh, Even, I, I, I will say this, though. Uh, my friend went uh, to Cabo San Lucas, you were saying you went there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went there for a wedding this past weekend, and it was a kind of a richy, rich wedding. So everybody was staying the weekend at a resort. So it, again, was, there was not getting any of the traditional experience of, Cabo San Lucas, they was just at a resort with the sun and the beach and the waiter bringing them margaritas. But he texted me some pictures and it was a really beautiful uh, grounds where he was and the room and the balcony and the ocean and the it was so pretty. And he was saying the lady, the bride, uh, she and the groom go there a lot. They love this place. And I can see why. It's beautiful.
1: Um, and yeah, yeah. So
0: I I don't know. I wonder with big resorts like that, who owns them, if they're owned. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, I was staying at, like a, I think it was a Hyatt. Timeshare down there, or something, or a Hilton timeshare.
0: So most of the money that you pay go to Paris Hilton. Y-
1: yes, it goes to her. Her
0: and only like hourly wages go to the workers. But the there. thing
1: is, like, so you know, I was like, oh, I want to go to town and see things, and then you go there and you're just bombarded by people trying to sell you just junk or drugs or you know bullshit stuff and Well, that's what you time I mean. Maybe you
0: could go and. Stay- well, stay me, the, at a less expensive place no, and just buy more of their junk.
1: But here's the thing is that when I was there, I was like, I realized, oh, you know what? It's much nicer to just stay at the beach that's at the, at this timeshare place and just sit there and it's really pleasant and lovely and nobody's getting into your shit. So oh. I get that, but I can do that at, uh, I can do that at, uh, uh, in California, you know. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah, hey, Darren just posted a Snopes article saying that, uh, that vending machines that sell underwear are true. Yeah, Darren, that's why I brought it up. It's a real thing. You can see photos of it. Uh, you can also, like, also, they have such cool vending machines. There's a whole restaurant that is all vending machines that's unmanned. You just walk in and buy, like, all your stuff from different, you can get a burger or ramen and you know, drinks and you just sit down and throw everything away afterwards. Nobody's in there. Um, wow. and so you know, I love Japanese food. I love, uh, Japanese movies. And, um, so uh, I have a Japanese car. Uh, I, and I, I, I used to like Walkmans. So I want to go to uh, visit this place and find out what, uh, where, what sort of Country produces such interesting things
0: oh yeah. yeah, you should go when when will you go
1: i'll probably uh, i 'm going to go in October you know
0: for, of this year yeah, wow, you really you, you jump right in there I
1: bought my tickets last night
0: you lie
1: i do I do not lie, i do not uh, lie i I do want this is used underwear.
0: News. This is like, this is like a lady saying, oh, by the way, I'm pregnant.
1: Well, see, that's the other big news. And I don't, like, it's gone on for a long time and I haven't really brought it up. But, you know, I'm getting married in, in October. So that's our honeymoon.
0: Oh, it's your honeymoon.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, you're going there together to honeymoons in Japan.
1: Yeah. And my mother's like, oh, why would you want to go there for your honeymoon?
0: You're gonna have such a good time! Yeah,
1: yeah. So, uh, looking forward to it. Um,
0: Wait, but, I want to hear more about it. How long is you go for?
1: Uh, t- ten days.
0: Oh, <gasps> perfect! That's a good one. Yeah. And what cities is you visit?
1: Tokyo, Kyoto, Osaka, and Hakone.
0: Hakone. I've heard good things about Hakone.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: Not really. I've never heard the name before in my life. Uh, No, I have not. Um, How do you get from city to city? Do they have trains or subways? Yeah, you can
1: get a a train pass. If you're from another country, you can buy these train passes and take the bullet train, unlimited. Um, Just hop on board and go 200 miles an hour.
0: Do you have your hotels picked out?
1: Uh, That's that's what you have to do next.
0: Oh, okay. Do they have hostels?
1: Uh, I'm 47 years old. I don't yeah? do hostels anymore. Oh, yeah. All the Airbnb Airbnb it is it. pretty pretty reasonable.
0: Oh, Airbnb. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Okay. Wow, this is gonna be great.
1: Um, yeah. So it'll be fun. So. Uh, Chris Brown in Saskatoon says, Hey, Marty, cooked, baked anything interesting lately? I baked my girlfriend a tiramisu birthday cake, and it's beautiful. It's dusted with uh, lots of cocoa powder and...
0: He do a picture?
1: He, he he actually, it's a photograph even, and big chunks of chocolate and a lovely, lovely uh, frosting that I'm sure is full of uh, mascarpone and whatnot. It's beautiful. Well done. Uh, on Sunday, I got a big, uh, grass-fed brisket and I did a, a Texas smoke on it. So it, it cooked all night and with lots of, uh, oak smoke. And then I used the drippings from that to make a barbecue sauce and serve that. And it was quite yummy.
0: That sounds really delicious.
1: Yeah. Yeah, with baked beans and mm. grilled vegetables. It was really fun.
0: Oh, boy. Oh, you Did have you it with use white bread. the outside grill to do the vegetables?
1: Uh-huh. Yep, yep. And, oh, yum. And, uh, yeah, so you, like, you have this brisket that has, like, all the burnt stuff on it, nice and smoky, and you have it on spongy, I'm sure terrible for you, white bread, but it's so delicious.
0: And oh, the sauce and it's just is like, that, uh, Texas style with the white bread or it's Louisiana Texas style, style? Texas style.
1: So it's just, Texas style. You just put salt and pepper and oak smoke on the brisket. Ah, oh, oak smoke. Low and slow. Really good.
0: <laughs> um, uh, hold on, Tyson Sainer have tweeted in about smoking versus vaping. There's a YouTube and Marty, maybe you retweet it out so that Josh will get this link. Okay. Or tell Josh about it. Maybe, you know what? Email it to Josh. Um. Yeah, because uh, Tyson gave it to be helpful. And it, he's been helpful. Well,
1: you know, Josh is on Twitter. so he just.
0: Oh, I thought he had written that letter.
1: Yeah, he did. But he also got a Twitter account just for us.
0: Ah, that's cool. Yeah. Thank you. So tweet
1: him. Yeah. You're and welcome then Twitter. Evan
0: Carty tweeted in. That he's, say, we're making him want to travel. He's never been outside the U.S.
1: Oh, well, Evan, where would you want to go? What what would your place be? like?
0: And what is your situation? Can you save up and go someplace?
1: He lives in Roseville. He works from home. He, he's gainfully employed, I'm sure, like he, he can...
0: And can he save home? up a little and go somewhere? I'm, you know, um, Helmut was showing me Google, Google have a... function now google i don't know what it is traveling or something but you can uh search you can pick you can search for the cheapest flights anywhere like you could pick a, a period of time like this certain week in november and then the map will show you the cheap flights from here to there
1: that's really fun. And then there, you, then you a whole decide from there. Cr- a
0: little app would have an algorithm to search from the, this week, this price and this uh, location. So you can go, okay, when's the cheapest flights to Edinburgh? Or right. Where, or right. Wh- what, where can I go for 200 bucks in the middle of November?
1: Well, yeah, that was really fun for me once my sister had a, a voucher for Southwest that was expiring and she said, uh, I'm not going to be able to use this. Do you want to use this? And so I like, you know, I didn't have very much money and I just thought like, okay, where, where can I go for one night where if I left early in the morning, you know, and then came in the last flight and what's like the most interesting place I could go and, and I went to Austin and that's where I learned, I, you know, I did a brisket tasting and went to like six different brisket places. Um, And it was just so much fun. And it was like very spur of the moment. It was only gone for 30 hours. And it was, you know, it cost me a hotel night and a bunch of food. But it was, it was great. And I encourage everybody to, to be impulsive and to, to travel. Because I think traveling is really fun. And it's a great way to, you don't even have to travel far. Like it's, it's just a great way to, to get out of your comfort zone and try something different.
0: Yeah. So Evan, pick a place. Evan, go to that Google thing. Pick a price, pick a place, pick a time, save up for it. If, if you have to save a little bit every week, I don't know what your financial situation is, but, uh, and then let us know how it goes and where you go. I want you to do it.
1: Do it. Um, yeah, you will, you will have a, a great time and there's so many great resources on how to research and, and, uh, be safe and and uh, find interesting places that aren't that are off the beaten track uh, and I think that if you even on Twitter you can uh, there are so many people who listen to the show who could offer you tips and travel tips and and you know restaurant suggestions and whatnot so yeah. please uh, everyone yeah that, and tweet your stories back at us or email us oh that's okay here's the hundred word uh call to action travel.
0: Travel. All right.
1: So yeah. we'll read, that's for next week's mail se- or 100-word segment. Yeah. Uh, Greg Smith writes in and says, Hello, Merps. It's my first time writing in. I listened to the original Nooner podcast from the beginning and stuck with this morning show for a while when you transitioned there, but had to give it up for time constraints. When you went, went back to Nooner, I picked it up again, and because there were so many new personalities, I didn't know. Uh, I started going through the morning show archives in my spare time and to try and uh, get caught up. The new edition I found the most intriguing was Giselle. This quirky oh. German gal with an adorable accent and the heart of gold really captured my attention. How amazing that someone like her exists. Uh, wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. Um, oh, my goodness. That's really sweet. Yes.
1: And then he goes on and on about you. And, um, <laughs> yes, You're and just going to summarize. And you don't on. You want to read it. <laughs> Blew my freaking mind, blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs>
0: You're not supposed to amazing, make it like that, like it's a burden, like this list is a burden. Uh,
1: on a completely different topic, he says, um, <laughs> can you please tell me if any of the Nooner theme songs are available for download anywhere online? I love them all so much. That's you know so cool. Yes. Uh, I suppose I could put them somewhere, but maybe I'm just going to make you listen to the show. Uh, look, I just changed the name from the Twitter handle from Nooner Dan Marty to Nooner Podcast. So I can only do one thing at a time. Um, but, uh, uh yeah, we'll, we'll try to do that. Um, and,
0: uh. That's, r- what is that you, that person's name? Greg Smith. Rex? Greg. 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 Uh, thank you, Greg. I really, that makes me so happy to hear you say that it's really nice and i'm um i feel the same way about you
1: um great uh, i
0: feel i feel very lucky because you know i was thinking about quantum physics and uh, i find cells. it
1: really hard to think about that
0: yeah believe me it's extra say, hard for water,
1: me dark matter what
0: and cells and energy vibrating and how they say every cell in your body changes from seven years. So at what point are you you and you're not even you anymore? You're a little bit of everybody else. Think about that. Um, you're a little bit of everybody else. You're not even you, Marty. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I was thinking, I was feeling really grateful the other day because I was thinking to whatever degree I have love in my heart mm-hmm. that's, that's the accumulation of the love that I have received from the world through myself it's not, or, you know, or just from just God yourselves. if you want to say you could say from God
1: mm, no, no. Go, go. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Y-
0: you could say it yeah, I,
1: from, <laughs> from from <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just not,
0: no, I was listening to my teacher Catherine Ingram, this lady who I like so much. She has such a nice point of view, Catherine Ingram, and uh, she she was talking about that same thing. She she, uh, she don't use the word God very much. Uh, she finds it it's very it can be very polarizing or triggering, or it has such heavy weight on it. Big mm-hmm. meaning for a lot of people, and then somebody say, "Well, you know, some some people say God is love," and she goes, "Yeah, that's really nice. In that case, just say love."
1: <laughs> yeah, I totally agree.
0: And, <laughs> but but anyway, because- if you think about yourselves, you are just made up of all the love you've got over the years of you being alive. You're just walking, vibrating love.
1: Some of us are. Uh, you know what? God, saying God is love is like saying God is misery. You know? Because there's, oh. there's, God is tragedy. Because the, if, if you Because there's
0: everything in the world is yeah, in the world. Right.
1: So I, that's why God is love is not helpful to me. Um. I see. But that's why love is love is, is much more, uh, more meaningful. Um, that's the dumbest thing I've ever said. Uh, this, I cannot believe I said that. It's because people have been congratulating me. Thank you, Jadelyn. Thank you, Chris Brown. Thank you, Tyson. Um, and uh let's see. I have another email. Ah. Steve Owens. I live in San Antonio, Texas. I'm 42, married, two grown kids. I'm a self-employed window washer. I listen wow. to about 15 podcasts as well as co-hosting one of my own.
0: Wow.
1: Yes. And... It's called, what is yours about? It's called Finding Stacks, S-T-A-X, uh, available in the usual places. And it's you would think it would be about finding old uh, Memphis uh, soul records, but it's not. It's really just my Mexican friend, 12 years my junior, and I talking about current, past, and random shit about every two weeks. <laughs> Very cool. Everybody listen to Finding Stacks after you listen to this. We know... Steve also, is a frequent. How,
0: how it is to talk about current, past, and random shit?
1: Yes, um, it's pretty fun. It is pretty fun. It's you pretty know, fun to listen to. You know, if you to. think about it, um,
0: what else is there to talk about but current, past, and random shit?
1: And then again, whatever. <laughs> That's right. That doesn't even fit.
0: <laughs> Who said that one? It's a good one. That. Oh jeez. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> um, On the other hand, whatever.
1: Uh, uh, <laughs> So I Steve about goes that. On. I have to
0: start <laughs> thinking about it more because that's a good one. That's
1: your catchphrase. <laughs> you can't forget your catchphrase. Uh, Steve is currently reading Scott Sigler's Alive trilogy. It's uh, of the Hunger Games genre. All right, that sounds ah, good. I like that. Those, fun. Like survival things. Uh, oh, you,
0: I like that. I, I'm going to check that out. Who, who's the author?
1: Scott, Scott Sigler.
0: Scott Sigler. Sigler. Wait,
1: do, do, do you? You should read. Uh, I think you would like um, the girl with all the. The girl with all the the gifts. Tattoos. The girl with all the gifts. It's a zombie sh- uh, book. It's really, you really know, good.
0: I've not gotten into zombies.
1: It's it's different though. It's much. Um, it's not like. Well, we we can. Well, I'll, I'll explain it to you later. But okay. Donna Tartt's uh, The Goldfinch. Everybody. Wow, that's a dense one. It's a big one. Uh, Seth Harwood's Everybody Pays. In. Oh. Ian Kemmers, he, she comes first. Exactly what it sounds like. Sexy. Uh, and Eckhart Tolls, A New Earth. Thanks, oh, Steve. Wow.
0: Wow, what this a great reading list. Will yeah. you forward to me that email? I, I want will. to check out some All of right. those books.
1: Um,
0: I, I have put down, uh, Joe Hill, The Fireman.
1: Yeah. Um, I stopped. Okay.
0: Uh, I don't think I'm going to pick it back up because, uh, it started to feel a little predictable to me and I started to it started to have uh, plot things happening that I feel I've seen before, read before in movies not the specific mechanics of it uh because he he's imagining a, a dystopian slight future but just a way of this group of people, what they're going to do. It's It started to, I know what they're going to do.
1: Um, yeah. That, I don't want to stick around to find out. Yeah. Well, the girl with all the, the gifts is part of it is told from the point of view of one of the, the zombies and they're not actually zombies, but, and that's really, really interesting. And it's very, um, touching and, and, and I, I highly recommend it. So for, in that way, it's different from a lot of, uh, zombie, um, Survival. It's it's more than just a zombie survival sort of book. Yeah, you know? it actually has um, uh, some a, a plot that is just beyond like run from the zombies. You know, um, James Haney writes in. Uh, uh, he says uh, there's a, he just a link. It's a touching film about the harm caused by bullying and the bonds created by compassion. <gasps> It's made by 15-year-old Folsom High School freshman, Lindsay Hunter, wow. and it features James's niece, Jocelyn.
0: Wow! Uh, will you forward me to that email, yeah, in
1: too? Yeah, I will forward it, and I will tweet tw- it out. And
0: tweet out the links.
1: Yes. Um, let's see. Um, and it's called Silent. Uh, well, thanks, James. You know, if I was, had been born a girl, I would have been named Jocelyn. Um,
0: that's cool.
1: <laughs> well that's his, that's James's niece's name. And uh so thank you, James, for for sending that and we uh have tweeted it out and it'll be on our Tumblr page, I'm sure. Um
0: Okay. I'm looking forward to seeing that one.
1: Yeah. And uh that's we had a really great uh mail sack. And,
0: Excellent mail sack.
1: And uh, and then Olivia um Uh, Marion has uh, tweeted at us, and she hadn't listened to us uh, in around seven months, so she's back uh, listening to us. Thank you, Olivia. T-shirts going to happen. So I will update everybody next week about that.
0: Um, Oh, here, Evan Carty write in, and he say, Ireland, Scotland, I'll get on it. He say, do have some inner U.S. trips this year, so maybe next spring.
1: Great. Awesome. That's great. Um,
0: And Senor Smoke noticed, uh, he he tweeted to me, he said, Good morning, you sound very comfortable. What is that link for the travel thing? Oh, you know, I don't know. Let me ask to Helmut. uh, Hey, Helmut, can you uh, write? I don't know if I know if you can. (laughs) I'm in bed. I'm helpless. I'm like one of those bedridden people.
1: Uh, Like, um. Charlie Bucket's grandparents?
0: Yes!
1: um (laughs) Okay, go on, go on, I'm just. um.
0: Because Senor Smoke want to know what is the link for that uh, Google travel app that I was
1: uh, talking about. Oh, it's an app.
0: I don't, I I use the word app, but I don't know, uh, what. Hey, Helmut! Helmut! Yoohoo!
1: Uh, well, there's lastminutetravel.com. Is that it?
0: No, it was the one where you can search by what week and what price and where they're going. It show a map of the world, and you put in uh, your start city. This is good city. podcast.
1: This is what we, we. This is what people listen to. Is us trying to. It's like trying to come up. Um, was it kayak?
0: No, I don't think so. Oh. I'll find out, Senor Smoke. I will tweet it out if. If Helmut don't come, I'll find out when we finish and tweet to you. But can I tell you this, Marty?
1: Please. I want you to tell me this.
0: I listened to a new podcast that I think the listeners would like. Okay. And on the podcast, they say, hey, if you like this podcast, tell people about it. And Oh, I by the do
1: way, everybody I'm listening, do that. if you like this podcast, tell someone about it.
0: It's called- yeah, yeah, because I get people to listen. This other podcast that I was listening to is called... Note to self, and it uh, is about how it is about the intersection of people and technology. I think it is w n y c is the producer of it, I believe, but it's called note to self really really great uh, twenty minute podcast. About technology, they had a great one on stingray surveillance
1: oh yeah and the
0: guy who outed that
1: the, the cops
0: yeah, it was a guy who was arrested and he he had he was something of a little bit of a hacker or something he was committing tax fraud oh and he he Wait, knew spoiler that. Alert. Once he got caught, he started thinking, how did I get caught? Because he knew that his system was pretty foolproof, and he started to think only this one area was how they caught him, which was his phone's SIM card or something, you know, his air card. And so he, he started to suspect some kind of technology, but he could not get a lawyer to take his case because everyone thought he was crazy. This was back in the 2000 maybe or late 90s or something, 2000, I forget. So he became his own lawyer and he dug through, he demanded all these papers, you know, evidence, because he could do that as his own lawyer. Mm-hmm. And he dug through tens of thousands of pieces of paper about, and he finally, he well, start to find these little references wanna, to Stingray.
1: Can I, can I listen to it myself?
0: Yeah, sorry. I went on and on there. No, <laughs> it was fine. pretty long wind.
1: Um, and
0: anyway, this is a really great podcast w- about uh, technology, technology, how it's changing us, our, in, and it's all a gray area, ad blockers. Sh- what is the morality of ad blockers? What's going to happen to the internet if everybody blocked ads?
1: Um, Fascinating have, stuff. Yes, and I think that uh, WNYC, uh, after after co uh, Smodcast Radio Network, they have the, some great, great podcasts. Uh, Jessica Williams, ex of The uh, Daily Show, she's got Two Dope Queens, which is great, and then I'm really loving More Perfect, which is part of a radio lab.
0: Yes, uh, I love that one too. Oh, I listen so to good. that.
1: So good. Um, uh, it's about the Supreme Court and... Uh, Oh, we just passed tweet 2300. Um, so <laughs> I got to up really, uh, really quickly, Hel- but, oh, go on. Did you, did you get it?
0: Yeah. And would have, uh, I just tweeted out, uh, the, it was google.com backslash flights. That's all <laughs> it is. Imagine that.
1: Like Google has like, they, they just, everything is just what it is. It's like Google docs and Google drive, Google flights.
0: Google taking over the planet.
1: Google in your brain. Um, I did want to talk about, uh, the escape rooms, um, but I, we ran out of time.
0: W- really? Because uh, according to my clock, it's only 10.47.
1: Uh, what did my email say when I sent it?
0: Oh, uh, oops. I don't remember. What did it say? Did it say we have to stop because you have a schmoogles?
1: Uh, y- yeah.
0: Yeah, it was like you was my father there. What did I say?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, use Papa. your
1: words. Yeah,
0: I'm so sorry, Papa. <laughs> Please don't hit me, Papa. Um, okay, we have to stop then.
1: Yes, we do. But I want to thank everybody for listening in, especially. If you listened past the solo part, cause that was, uh, it's always tough to, to just go, to speak extemporaneously by yourself while you're trying to look up stuff at the same time. And somebody, uh, just, uh, cancelled, um, at the last minute because, you know, of a, a well, let us emergency. an emergency. No, she have I, a doggy no, problem. It's completely, complete. I talked about that. And yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Um, we are at nooner podcast nooner at gmail dot com dot com suck it, kruger kruger 's balls um, please tweet at us, please tell friends that you listen to this amazing show uh, we 'll be back next week with uh, a fuller crew hopefully.
0: Yeah. Can and, I do a quick plugs? Uh,
1: please. That's what this uh, time is uh,
0: for. Jonah Thomas is doing her Wait, uh, one woman play right. uh, this Thursday night. That's called Jonah's Body Please Hold. You can find out information about that. It's at,
1: fantastic. It's in Santa Monica.
0: Oh, thank you. Wow. Uh, I tell her you say that. She will be very pleased. Uh, you can find out for that at uh, jonahsbody.com. And we dropped the new uh, Giselle podcast this week. Uh, we had uh, Maz Jobrani on there. What? Uh, yeah, the, he was great. He was a lot of fun. And that's comedian. at com.
1: All right. Uh, and then my plug is I'm going to be doing a one-man escape room uh from my new place and like it's really hard to escape this place when you have like social anxiety and you just don't want to see like sunlight and because there might be people out there worse there might be pokemon monsters lurking in uh all sorts of corners and recesses and whatnot you um, can
0: do it. You're nothing but vibrating cells of love.
1: Okay. But you, you guys can watch me try to escape. It's, uh, it's an open door policy except for me. I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you guys so much. Uh, play Pokemon Go safely. Fill our mail sack. Tell us why you play, what's really cool about it. Tell us something, uh, places, uh, travel In stories. Travel, travel is a hundred words or less or fewer or, fewer or more or more. Whatever you 100 like. to 120 words on travel, and um, let's see, uh, I'm just trying to stall for time as I'm going for uh, and we will see (laughs) you next (laughs) Tuesday. Okay, bye.
0: Bye-bye.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah that
0: oh, yeah.